Welcome to episode three of the Brain or Shine podcast with me, Mark and Jules, where we help people navigate brain injury together. Mark suffered a traumatic brain injury in 2012 and was signed off from hospital and told, more or less, to live life as normal after just a few months. And we set about trying to do that. However, nothing had prepared us at all for the non-physical side effects of sustaining such an injury to your brain could have on us. Now, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, many of these effects still challenge me on a daily basis, but by gaining support and knowledge, it's given me an insight on how to live life on my terms. We created the Brain or Shine community to help you understand how to live with these and shine. In these early podcasts, we're going to share the most common side effects associated with any form of brain injury, and later on, we'll share tips and tools on how to manage them in future podcasts. In this episode, we're going to focus on three side effects that are very, very closely linked. So they're low mood, anxiety and frustration. Let's start with low mood. What is that? Well, it can be known as depression because it's a persistent feeling of sadness, hopelessness or disinterest in activities that you know you once really, really enjoyed. Consistently being in a low mood can affect your overall quality of life and also your ability to function. Now, how do you recognise any signs of low mood in yourself, Mark? Do you know what? In the early days, it was really, really difficult for me to understand that I was feeling low. I had this overwhelming sense of helplessness, and you mentioned the word hopelessness a minute ago. It just felt like the world was a difficult place. Now, I've never been comfortable with the word depression. I just thought depression was something where people wouldn't lock themselves away in a cupboard and never talk to anybody. But then I realised that I was actually probably avoiding social situations. A real big thing for me, though, is I could go from a real high to a low just very, very quickly. And there was never a massive reason for it. So it wasn't like anything changed. It would just come in waves. It would just, just suddenly appear. And I can't ever put my finger on why. Sometimes I could be doing something that was a real buzz and then walk away and stop and think, oh, I just feel like I've got no energy now. I remember that. I remember one, I think it was a Saturday, we got up and I think I went out for a walk and you were absolutely fantastic. We'd been chatting away. I went out, came back 40 minutes later and you were a completely different person. And I had absolutely no idea what had happened in that 40 minutes that I'd been out of the house. But something happened because you'd gone from being absolutely fine to non-communicative and completely within yourself. And you never had the ability at that point to express yourself as to what had happened. So it was very, very difficult in those early days. Yeah, I remember moments where... I'd be full of energy thinking, right, I'm going to do this task today. Maybe I'd make a few steps into the task, find out it wasn't going right. And then that would just feel like a failure. Or perhaps it could be really, really massively linked to fatigue, which I find really owned my life at some times. Again, have loads and loads of energy. Fatigue would kick in and it would just be boom. The motivation would go out the door and the feeling was just terrible. I also recall a massive feeling from yourself of you lost a lot of your belief in yourself, your confidence. You had all those feelings of, I'm getting all this wrong. This is all my own fault. I created this. You felt that you were almost like a failure, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of self-blame there as well, thinking, well, if I hadn't have had my brain injury, then I wouldn't be this person. I wouldn't be letting everybody down. So, yeah, that doesn't make you feel too great, does it? 
while you're having these bouts of low mood and almost self-loathing that you, you were having, I think it also increased your anxiety levels. Yeah, again, anxiety was something that I perhaps didn't know what it was. I remember being slightly anxious as a child sometimes. But at this point of my life, pre-brain injury, not many things tended to really bother me much. So yeah, anxiety levels increased. So what's anxiety? I think it's a relentless feeling of worry or fear or even unease. And it manifests itself in different ways, such as restlessness, rapid heartbeat, that's quite common, and shortness of breath. And it will interfere with your daily functions. I'll be honest with you, one of the worst things that anxiety caused Mark was because he had the shortness of breath, he would start coughing, he would then start being sick. And so many times he would spend evenings just literally hugging the toilet being sick because the anxiety had eaten him away all day long and he just couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, I remember the side effects of anxiety, which you just mentioned, the racing heartbeat and the trembling and the shaking. There was times where I would really worry about something and start fearing the worst. And again, this isn't a person I was in the past, but I'd actually avoid going to, say, social events. I remember missing a good friend's birthday because I just didn't want to go into a room that was going to be busy, noisy and playing loads of loud music, talking to people I didn't know. When in reality, there was probably absolutely nothing to worry about. And the majority of things that we worry about don't actually happen or don't actually go as bad as we think they're going to go. So anxiety can be quite a debilitating side effect of brain injury. It definitely was one of the worst ones for us and caused us, for want of a better word, a lot of anxiety. (laughs) Purely because we didn't actually know what anxiety was and how it manifests itself. So seeing Mark going through this time and time again, it was very, very difficult to understand what were the triggers. Why was he so worried about what might happen? But now we're able to understand it more. We can live with it much better, can't we? Yeah, I still feel to this day that I have to avoid certain situations or things can bring anxiety on very, very quickly. For example, the other week we had to go to an emergency appointment. It wasn't a serious appointment, but because it was something new, I suddenly was just in this wave of anxiousness thinking, I don't know how to deal with this. There's processes involved. How am I going to do this? And I I really didn't want to go. When we went to the appointment, it was actually a really, really simple process. It was just something to do with the car as well. So I'm not going to say it was a, a life or death situation, but the process was easy. And when I walked away from it, I had to think and talk to myself and think, why was I worried about that? There was absolutely nothing to worry about. It went a lot better than we could have even imagined. And this brings us on to the last topic that we're going to talk about today, which is frustration and anger, because the anxiety can bring out these emotions as well. In both of us, I used to feel the frustration and anger of the anxiety because I couldn't understand why he was getting so anxious, particularly if it was over something really, really simple. So I would say something like, but it's just a simple process. All we've got to do is X, Y, Z. But for Mark, that X, Y, Z was not X, Y, Z. It was B, N, F, whatever, wasn't it? It wasn't that simple. And he couldn't explain it either at that point, could you? So it caused a lot of frustration and anger, which is another massive side effect of a brain injury. But what I find in these situations is, let's take that simple task. It's X, Y, Z. I really struggled with it. 
So then Jules would say something like, it's a really simple task, it's X, Y, Z. I would then get really, really frustrated because I think, why can't I do this task? If it's that simple, I must be a failure. Then that would link round to the feeling of anxiety and the feeling of low mood. So that is why this low mood anxiety and frustration links so closely together and can have a real, real downturn on your day and your ability to function and process things. Yeah, and those feelings of frustration and anger, they make you quite irritated and almost impatient with the person that can't understand those simple tasks. And therefore, you can have outbursts of anger or possibly aggressive behaviour. But then Mark would do the same because he would be frustrated within himself, but frustrated at me because... I couldn't understand why he couldn't understand it. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, sadly, that does sound too familiar. And if this isn't controlled properly, then the short-term outbursts or anger or even aggressive behaviour can then lead to further low mood and then bring in more of the fatigue cycle and it just spirals your day out of control. Now, for me, I'm not a person that really, really loses it and starts throwing things around or getting Mm -hmm. violent. But I don't like to have that feeling of frustration. I don't like to have that feeling of snappiness and outbursts, maybe saying something that you don't want to say. So it is about recognising that time when it's triggering your stress levels and taking some time out, maybe just to go away and breathe for a moment or just to think, actually, is this situation something that I can control? And more often than not, you'll find it is and it's something that you can move forward on. If you'd like to know more about these side effects, learn some coping mechanisms and tools, you can do this via our blogs, webinars and online programme. Head over to our website, which is brainorshine.com and all the links will be on there. Also, you can follow our Instagram feed and join our Facebook community page too. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. And as always, we look forward to you listening in on the next one. Bye for now. Look forward to catching you soon. Bye for now.